0: Hello and welcome to the Gale Hill Radio Hour. I'm your host, Kate Jones, here to introduce you to Madeline Lepidi Carino, a retired lawyer who is running for office for the very first time. Welcome to the show, Madeline. I'm glad to be here, Kate. Glad to have you. So, I don't know, maybe you won't be glad about this first question, but if you don't mind, let's begin with Age. And specifically, how it can be an asset to holding a position in public service. Why do you
1: think it's an asset? Well, I believe age is an asset because it is very viable to public service. I found that as I became older, I grew in wisdom and empathy based on my own life experiences that had enabled me to make good decisions. For example? Oh, um... Like with with my life, with the this, with the choices that I've made in my career changes, you know, okay. weighing it. Um, when I was originally in mental health and then went to law, I com- kind of made a good decision to combine the mental health that I did with my work with children with law to do juvenile law. So I felt I made a good decision yes. in my career. Uh-huh. Okay. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I was just curious about that. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, um, and during my years of experience, I've learned how to connect with people to really listen to them and to respect their views, even if their views differ from from mine. And that's why I'm running for office. Yeah. You know I lived in Hudson for 47 years wow. and I've seen the council operate through all that time. And I remember a time when council could people that they had disagreements. I you know everybody uh, has, has disagreements. We're right, humans. <laughs> right. But they were able to sit down and talk to each other and resolve those differences no matter how highly contentious they've been. right. Unfortunately, recently I've seen a decline in the civility and the ability to talk things out with people. Yeah. Well, that's just mirroring what's going on in the nation. And unfortunately. You're so right, Kate, but I'm hoping that in Hudson we can um, change that and really get back to the way we were when we were able to talk to each other and be civil with each other Yes, and ex- listen to each other and, and to allow people to have their point of views and have a dialogue about it. Right. Well,
0: change begins with ourself, always. True. It's just, that's just the way it is. We We have to, the only way to really change is to change what's inside of us. So that makes sense what you're saying about starting local with that and really working together
1: on a local level. You're correct. And especially, um, and that's another way way where age became an advantage for me because I was able, when you become older and you become kind of calmer and, you know, develop dealing with your experiences, you get a calmness within you and peacefulness. And that kind of helps you in terms of dealing with others. And you get to, you know yourself better.
0: I think that that's a real key with aging. Like I would not want to go back to my 20s.
1: Oh, Ew. neither would uh, I. Whoa. whoa, definitely
0: not my 20s. Certainly not my teens. I was in <laughs> terror. No, definitely not. No. But 20s, you know, I was just so confused. I had no concept of who I was, really. And it's, it takes a while to really develop that. Some pe- For some young people, that's not true. You know, they kind of, you know, come out of the... <laughs> come out of the egg, so to yes. speak, um, just kind of, you know, just with a, an amazing equanimity. But, you know, I didn't have
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. I am so glad that I'm at, I'm, and where I'm at now, because mm-hmm. I feel I can make more of a difference now because I'm a calmer person. I'm a more mature person. And I feel like I've grown a lot uh, Spiritually and emotionally, yes, yes, and that's so important because when you look at things
0: in from that inner sense, you know that spiritual sense or whatever it is, you know when you have that understanding, you can look at situations and and issues differently, I think, and oh, perhaps with more clarity, yes, definitely, I would agree with that, Kate, yeah, so. So running for city council, <laughs> um, how about that? That's going to be quite an interesting
1: um, journey for you, as as they say. <laughs> yes, it will be. And I'm, I feel like I'm up to the task. Yeah, that's good. So how are you preparing for this task? Well, I'm preparing right now by preparing my campaign. I have a campaign theme, which I believe says it all. This is where I want to go. I want to cultivate change with the community collaboration, cooperation, and civil discourse. I believe we have to have a respectful dialogue on highly charged, contentious issues. Unfortunately, um, it has not been the case with the current council. As I mentioned before, there had been disc- disagreements and heated discussions, but people were able to sit down regardless of their party affiliation, regardless of their views, and sit down and maybe sit, have coffee with each other and sit down and negotiate any issues that were present. I don't see that happening any more. And that makes me sad as a longtime resident of Hudson right. to see it. And that's why I decided that I would like to enter the council that council race. I feel I have something to say and I do want to say it. Yeah. All right. So what are your core beliefs? Well, my core beliefs are, I have a a belief in community where we can work together mutually for common good and for underlying benefits as opposed to working in opposition for selfish ends. I feel like I have a, I believe that we should be able to listen to each other, negotiate our differences and be po- look at things in a positive manner. I do believe in civic involvement. I do believe in supporting our, um, all the civic activities that we have here, our nonprofits. I feel that's very important. So this is what I believe in. Okay. So you had a
0: career, and you mentioned this, in mental health, juvenile law, and and you also had a career. You're, you went on to mediation, correct? Yes. So I am very interested in how each of those prepared you for serving the city of Hudson, Ohio.
1: Well, I feel the biggest thing I've learned from all three fields is active listening. You know, it's just not hearing the words people say and you know, and sitting there thinking how you're going to respond to it, it's really a process. This active listening is a process where you understand and interpret, interpret and evaluate the message that the speaker intends to convey. And I feel by actively listening, you can build rapport, trust, and empathy with the speaker, as well as avoid misunderstandings, conflicts, and errors. And I feel that's what's going on at with counsel now they're not really hearing each other you can use active listening especially with somebody that you that are, has opposite views from you to learn gain some information gain insight and develop solutions that's what it's all about in my opinion some people are m- so mentally involved in responding, like I got to have an answer to this. I know what he's going to say. And I'm going to answer this without really hearing what that person is trying to say and understand it. And I believe I have the skill. And also, I believe what I've learned from the by th- all three fields basically is professionalism. It's not just knowledge that you gain from books from going to school. It's how you present yourself in your mannerisms in your style in your approach to people you you show a respect and a profe- and respect for others and that's what professionalism's about so these are the two big areas i believe i can bring to council a okay. return to council
0: yeah that's um professionalism in in politics
1: <laughs> how do you propose to do that <laughs> I will work very hard. <laughs> I know. I know it sounds like an oxymoron, really, yeah. but I think it is vital to the, that it returns, or if it hasn't been there, it should return to should be there in politics because we we are. It's like when you're in a courtroom, you know, you're presenting yourself to to authority, and in a council, you're presenting yourself to the citizens of. Of Hudson. The ultimate and, authority. The ultimate yes, authority, de- for, definitely. For a local politician. Yes. And if you don't have that professionalism, if you don't have that manner, that bearing, as well as the knowledge, um, you lose them or they become very cynical. I'm finding that now when I did some, I'm starting some door to door, and I'm finding that now. Some of the people are saying, Oh, I don't get involved in politics. I don't want to get involved in politics, as if it's something dirty or shameful, yeah. and that shouldn't be like that. No. Not in this town. Right? Not in this
0: town. Any town, really, in America. I think you know it's just because because we need people who care. We need people who want to provide a good service to the public,
1: and also we need people that need to be involved when they when they feel like oh, I don't want to be involved in that. It's like something's wrong with it. We in council won't get the input as to what these people really need. And council needs their involvement. Right, right. So how thick is your skin? (laughs) I I just feel like I have to ask that. (laughs) That's good because I am Italian and I've, I've had... I've had a thin skin before, but that's one of the things about aging. As you get older, you really develop a thicker skin because you realize that, hey, they they have a right to their view. Um, I wish they some people would express it in a more respectful manner, but people have the right to their views. So it's getting thicker by the day. <laughs> <Okay, good. laughs> Answered your question. That's good to hear, Madeline.
0: <laughs> because that's the that is one of the problems with politics everywhere. You know, it's just there's so much mudslinging. Yes,
1: and I think when, especially when you're younger, you kind of take tend to take they take things personally. And at this point, you know, we got to keep it to the point where we're. My differences with council is their the management style. It's not personalities, whether he's a good guy or a bad guy. That's re- the the issue is what kind of management style do we want in Hudson? Do we want a pl- style that where we work in collaboration with our nonprofits and our other agencies in the community, or do we want to be at loggerheads all the time? Okay. So you're really advocating
0: a cooperative style, collaboration. Yes. Okay. That's good. You know, nonprofits are so important to our community and, and boards and all these people who work behind the scenes on our behalf. And so we really want that kind of respect
1: for the good work that they do, no matter the personalities. Correct. And I think that's what we need to focus on. The nonprofits bring a great deal to our community and we should support them, you know, financially or by giving them space to be be in our city and to work with them. Okay. Yes.
0: Are there any particular stories that you want to share from your
1: long career? Um. I would say as, you know due to confidentiality I obviously can't share any information about cases sure but I can share a story where I got a painful lesson from a judge about professionalism very really? early in my oh, career That's
0: interesting
1: could oh, put- you tell <laughs> <laughs> Yes well I'm a f- kind of I I have a very expressive face and if somebody's if I find somebody boring or, not staying on point. If I don't control myself, it can show my face, and this happened this time. An attorney, an opposing attorney, was asking questions that were poorly worded and very redundant. Um, the judge became very angry at me and called the five minutes recess to compose herself. And I didn't know why until another attorney was in the room and told me it was because of my demeanor, rolling my eyes, facial expression. And that, which I was not aware of. After that, I became more aware of my demeanor and actively worked on it because I am an expressive person. And there are places where you don't need to express. So you I learned are, a lot from
0: it. You, not you are, but you were a fiery Italian, huh? Yes. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yes. A little scrappy sometimes.
1: Feisty, as they, <laughs> as they politely say. Okay, <laughs> which may serve me well Ms. this campaign. Sure, yes that that
0: and also in life because you need to you know charge ahead. Even though you know you may have doubts, but if you you know charge if you go forward on uh, about what you believe, that usually is the right the right course of action.
1: Thank you. If, you, if you it's based it.
0: on true belief and and true um, your heart. Hmm. Yeah. Yes. So you also have volunteered at Laurel Lake Retirement Community, which is where you live, serving as president of the Laurel Lake Resident Association and president of the Laurel Lake Council. Yes. How has your volunteer experience there prepared you for
1: public service? Oh, it's been a. It's really been a growth experience for me. It helped me develop further leadership skills, time management st- skills, and since I know when to start a meeting on time, when to stop a meeting on time, which I think could be a benefit to this co- current council. I'm um, being available for with, for the residents, setting up a time and a place for the residents to come to meet with me. I have a coffee with council every Wednesday from 10 to 11.30 to take can utilize. Sometimes I don't get any visitors, but that's okay. They know I'm there for them. Right. And also, I do have a phone and email, and they can get in touch with me. I know how I learn how to delegate staff tasks. I mean, working collaboratively with the El- with Laurel Lake Management and with Laurel Lake Foundation, as well as with other council members who have strong points of view, and I've learned to troubleshoot whenever wherever necessary. Yeah. So I think that'll serve me well with this council. Okay. Uh, do you have any examples
0: of, you know, e- even one example of, um, that's a story
1: kind of from your time as a volunteer? Oh, one at a time. Well, if you want me to share a time that kind of Backfired on me. Oh dear! <laughs> Another one. No <laughs> <Get> it. <laughs> this yes. Oh, you're very honest. <laughs> well, I want to be honest because I've learned from these experiences. Somebody was there was a volleyball game and there was a new staff member that was doing it. Now this is a volleyball game with some aging people playing with the beach volleyball, hitting the ball in bathing uh, suits. Yeah, no. and <laughs> just apparently she the new one didn't know the rules um, very well, and it ended up in an argument. And so one of the people, and some of the people came to a staff member just complained that this one person was bullying them. And this them. was a staff member who didn't know the rules or a new, new resident? St- new staff member okay. that had okay. to do it. And her supervisor, I guess, came to me and talked to me about a resident that was, they felt was kind of bullying the people. And could we talk to them? Well, we talked to them, and I thought, me and the vice president, that we worded it in such a way that we weren't accusing him. We were just reporting that this was coming up, and that, um, you know, that people were perceiving it this way, whether or not he meant it that way, and. We wanted to help him work it out. Well, that backfired. He became very upset, got the whole volleyball team upset. The next coffee council, the whole volleyball team came to tell us what they thought of (laughs) us, which wasn't nice. And from that, I learned, well, maybe that's something we should have kept our nose out of. So I'm learning, too, to be pretty selective, you know, letting some things go and resolve themselves out and, you know when to come in, so yeah. that was funny because that was the the largest group I had in coffee with council. Oh my I, goodness! Um, is it
0: so? Did things ultimately work out?
1: Oh yeah, finally they yeah. calmed down, but oh, okay. it was a little hella balloon for a while. So, yes. I'll bring out my faults too and some of the things that backfired with me because I am human and I do want people to know that you know. I have faced some things that some things I've handled extremely well, some things um, that maybe I haven't learned well that I learned learned a lot from. And, and because I have learned from any mistakes or any things that I've done, that I've grown from it. Right. You know, it's not wrong to make mistakes if we grow from it, if we recognize it and grow from it. And I feel I've grown a great deal. Sure. What are you proud of from your
0: career, either your professional career or your volunteer career? What would you
1: say you're proud? Maybe one of the things you're proud of. Well, I'm proud. I'm proud of the fact that I could connect with people. People have come up to me when I've done real well, like at a meeting, and give me positive feedback. That makes me feel proud. Also, in my career, when I've known I'd help clients that. Um, who, um, who, if they were did what they were supposed to, got their kids back. If not, that the kids were removed from dangerous situations. And I'm proud of that. I'm proud of the fact that I that I pursued what I wanted to do, regardless of my age. You know, I went back to law school. I was later in life, and did mediation later in life because i've you know I felt I still had a lot to contribute, and I did, and I did a lot of good work as a mediator I've helped families resolve differences so they could get their children back or be better parents if they were in a nasty divorce type situation so i'm I'm proud of what I've done, yes. and I'm proud of what I've done at Laurel Lake. We founded some you know I helped found the Uh, informed citizens committee so we could connect the residents in Laurel Lake with outside community by bringing in speakers, by educating them about civil discourse. I helped found that. I helped run, oversee 13 active, very active committees at Laurel Lake, and they function quite well. So I'm proud of what I've done there. That's terrific. I would think as a
0: mediator, you'd have to be pretty adept at seeing, understanding both sides of a situation to be able to work out some kind of um, understanding and resolution between the parties.
1: Yes, you do. You have to understand both. And part of that is allowing each side to present their side and have their say without interruption, without... uh, nastiness just to encourage dialogue between the parties so they themselves can reach a solution. You as a mediator today are there mainly as a facilitator right. to keep the discussion going, to keep it civil, to keep it on track. Yes,
0: okay, that makes sense. So you have been, that, that to me sounds like a, an excellent skill. It is. That can be used, can be... Um,
1: used in a lot of different situations. And I think in a situation like this, especially with city council, you need that kind of skill. You need to listen to both sides. You may not, even if you think the other side is way off base, you know, you need to talk to them. And if, and if you, and if they're to the point where you think they really need to, they're out of line, you need to, before you jump to censoring them or, shaming them, you need to sit down talk to them and say, what's going on here? And find out and work out a solution before you get into any sort of disciplinary right. type of, right. of action. Yes.
0: So, Madeline, what do you most want to accomplish as a member of city council?
1: What would I most like? Well, I definitely would like to solve issues, but... um before we could even solve issues, we got to learn to kind of talk, be able to cooperate with each other, and have, be able to sit, have civil discourse. Um, we need to be able to listen to the other side and learn how to negotiate solutions. Because we've got a lot of issues here that need to be solved, like this uh, city, um, the velocity ban broadband, which is concerned concern in this community, the empty nest of housing, what to do with the undeveloped lands here. And those are important issues that we do need to solve, but we cannot solve anything when we're bickering and fighting. Nothing gets done then. Right. So so we got to start first with how, we're, how we work with each other. Okay. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, just that I want to serve the residents of War Two in a manner that would make them proud to have me as their War Two council person. So okay, Madeline. I so appreciate
0: your insights and and sharing your and that you're sharing your experience
1: this way and I appreciate your feistiness. Thank you. And Kate, <laughs> I appreciate you inviting me to express my views and to reach out to the residents of Hudson, to this yes, podcast,
0: I think it's important. You are um, you are representing an age group that, and and it's important to. I mean, that's not all you're doing, but it's important to hear from the seniors in in our community, and it's important to build on as you have build on experience and use your wisdom hard-earned sometimes, uh, mm-hmm. for good.
1: Yes. Yes, I would agree. And we do have a lot to offer. And in Ward 2, there are a lot of seniors who are vibrant, active people. Like I said, in Laurel Lake alone, we have 13 active com- committees going, and these people are active. Sometimes they wear me out. So st- but there, it's they, we have a lot of active seniors here that are It's just interested in in our council and how it's functioning as much as the younger folks. Yes. They want to have a say, too.
0: Absolutely. And it's important to hear from everyone. So I agree. All right. Well, Madeline, thank you again for being on the show. And thank you, Kate, for inviting me. This is Kate Jones with the Gale Hill Radio Hour. Until next time, thanks for joining us. Please share this episode with others who believe in civic involvement.